Hey everyone. Welcome all of you to the fourth episode of Scalar Podcast with Isaac in Bengaluru. In today's episode we have with us Muhammad Mas Khan, co-founder and director at Adocity. He's also a dropshipping and e-commerce specialist and growth hacker for many businesses. We'll get to know him more throughout the podcast, but until then, go ahead and grab yourself a comfortable spot, a nice refreshing drink, and tune in to Scalar Podcast with Isaac in Bengaluru. This is Gaurav and uh, I'm first of all super excited to have you on Scalar Podcast with Isaac in Bengaluru and uh, just tell me how you're feeling right now. That would be great. Thank you so much for inviting me Gaurav. Uh, it's going to be a pleasure. So looking forward for the podcast. Um, happy to educate the audience like whatever I got with me. Okay. Uh, thanks a lot for that introduction. So let's move, uh, move up and uh, I wanted to ask you the very first thing is that Just tell us a little bit about yourself and what do you do? Uh, cheers. Uh, as you mentioned, my name is Maz. Um, I'm a digital entrepreneur. So I am into digital marketing field. Uh, in specific, I do Facebook ads for clients uh, where I work in the niche of e-commerce specifically. So I help brands to scale up to six figures by using and leveraging paid advertisements and attracting customers on a daily basis. So that's what I do on a daily basis. Plus, I'm building a cell company, uh, still putting up the prototype, and let's see how that, that goes. So that's something that I do. Oh, amazing. Uh, sounds like definitely a very interesting thing that you're doing over there, like upscaling the brands, and that is something that is currently the modern case scenario. A lot of brands are looking forward to that kind of an upscale in their trends and the way their operations are going on. So uh, since you said that you are someone who is working in the field of branding and like digital marketing to be specific, I would love to ask you this thing that what according to you is a brand? Uh, see, uh, everyone would have a different perspective. Now for me, when it comes to a brand, I believe that uh, when a brand does not um, focus in towards marketing now, like they are not totally dependent on marketing. So when you start a company, So you start pushing up marketing, you start doing outbound marketing, trying to reach out to your customers or you try to get reaching to your clients and you start uh, focusing on that particular outbound aspect. So after a course of period, the moment you start getting inbound leads or inbound marketing and you don't need to go out and tell out loud to yourself that, hey, we still believe in the market and we're still here in the market is when you become a brand where people start reaching out to you rather than you reach out to them. So I think that uh, for me, it's more like a brand where like you are just not constantly behind people. Yes, marketing will be there, but that not needs to be the most dependent aspect towards outreaching people or just outreaching customers. Oh, amazing answer. And following up on that, what do you feel that uh, needs to be done to make a brand a household name? Something like that. Uh, Again, uh, there are too many things that goes around in making sure that people remember your name. So I'll go back to the basics, okay? Uh, something that I have learned initially in my career was this something called STP analysis, okay? Uh, where S stands for uh, segmentation, P stands for targeting, and P stands for positioning. So all these three words means a lot when a brand starts putting down these steps in an answer. Let us take an example, segmentation. Um, if you are 
selling any product so you need to figure out who are your target audience right so you need to start segmenting so you can classify segmentations in a very very different manner it depends on what they want to try to classify it so let us take a very similar example in terms of uh, classes in our society so if your product is luxury so obviously our segment will be high class or if it's a mid range product we will be targeting middle class or if it is below average then we start going the lower class right so uh, in an e-commerce specific uh, we have we term these two things one is a high ticket product one is a low ticket product now low ticket products are somewhere ranging around from 500 to 1000 rupees and anything that moves around from 1000 1500 rupees gets considered as a high ticket product so accordingly you need to segment your entire target so now second thing that i said is targeting so you need to know who are your customers right so in the middle class family what are they specific want to, what they really want to, what they are trying to achieve so what are you going to solve them so these are the targeting questions that you need to figure out so that this will help your lead team or your marketing team to understand and bring out a campaign that can execute it properly right and the third thing is positioning which is very 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 important what are you trying to position yourself inside your customers mind this is very very important and you need to figure this out from the start so that you your entire marketing campaign or your entire process of brand building is on that same page unless until you um, you can't just keep on changing your positioning every single year or every single quarter so it's very very important to know what exactly you're trying to position let's take an example of credit they tell that pay your credit card bills on time that's been their motto since day one so they have started positioning themselves so cred is an app for us paying credit card bills so it's very simple so it that's something that lies around so you need to be on the same page from the day one so that your customers know exactly what they are trying to get into so that's something that uh, our brand can always follow as a stp analysis in terms of how they can classify their entire procedure to go on a healthy brand building process oh amazing that was like a very elaborate example that you just gave right now and uh, seriously i would personally say that i love cred marketing campaigns the way they run their ads and everything that they have been doing right since the beginning and the more you see like how they are creatively you know attracting their audience they just know their game the best way so uh, yeah personally i love the marketing campaigns as well now uh, since if you have told us about uh, you know what according to you is a brand and how can a brand be a household name um what according to you are the key aspects of a brand uh there there can be multiple aspects that goes to so first is something called a brand value okay i just want to turn in a very single line is that uh, features don't sell story sells right so you need to always have that brand value inside your customers point of view right uh, let's take example of apple here okay we all know we uh, i don't i don't think so tim cook or steve jobs has never come up said that we do this we do this they have a simple motto privacy is what they matters for them so they have started positioning them and with that they have started positioning as a value proposition as well like it's a luxury good now someone owns an iphone or any apple product the society starts looking them in a very different perspective so that is something that you can clearly see in any luxury brands that we see across the world they bring a value on the table for their customers right so there many things that i have heard about it's like uh, where this brand tells that 
we make products a poor to feel they are rich that's what they do in general like if someone can't afford an iphone or are not afford a luxury product they work hard just to use that product and start positioning because a society is in that way right um we are a value driven society right we value people based on what they do that's the been mindset of our own in, in from the consumer point of view so that's something that comes into the first aspect is brand value b is the name okay uh, this is something that i have seen by a lot of people especially from my clients as well right uh, where they take a lot of time towards defining a name for the brand like i don't know why they do that like one one of my client took like like 30 days to decide a name to be very honest 30 days and i was like it, it why are you thinking too much just because of a name you are nothing now after a year or two when you do a good customer service or you start reaching out to your people and you start giving up the products and they start liking automatically your brand value increases and this name start getting into people's mind so uh, and i just tell them and i i personally also follow this rule something called kiss k i s s keep it simple and stupid very simple keep it simple and stupid okay so that if you see like big brands they just they just want to keep it very simple and that's that should be the motto so that uh, this achieves two things it's going to be very small very unique plus people will remember so that's something so the name also matters sometimes we just keep it very simple and stupid so that can be the motto and see is the customer support okay so this is seen across the world okay where any business or any company starts reaching out to its people once they buy a product or once they become a client we start not valuing them that needs that that's a very wrong uh, preposition that keep that position that keeps the people in mind right we always need to value our customers or clients because the more we value we are indirectly we are valuing our own company so customer support is very very important we need to be there to our customers when they need us after sales service so it's very very important this actually helps a lot because imagine um you you have you sold a micro oven okay suddenly at night 10 o'clock a household is not able to operate it imagine you have the best customer support you get on a chat the chat team resolves it imagine that household doing a word of mouth for you any party that they go they will tell that story that means that your brand name comes there so after sales service is very very important in brand building process internal team is also very very important like the employees within your own company if they don't respect or if they are not on the same page like the two things that every company needs to define when they start when i tell all who i onboard as my client i ask them two things very simple what's your vision and mission to the company or for your brand if you are not able to clarify those things then you are walking on a path with no direction so you're going to end up nowhere so you need to always clear that to your internal team that hey guys this is what we are working forward for let's do that and yes you now for example you have 100 employees with you now these 100 employees are automatically being branded to a company's associated plus they are also promoting your company right when they because uh, when we start working in an in indian society the first thing that they ask you better than kya karo what are you working for whom are you working for so they ask you right which company you and you need to be proud of right 
if you're not pro, they're like, I work in IT sector. And they'll be like, okay. So when you start naming a company, they start knowing you. And who knows, end of the day, they might end up a customer. So we don't know. So that end, uh, the internal team's morale also is very important. So packaging is very important. So in packaging for, what do you say? Uh, it's going to be a physical product. Packaging comes for a physical product of a company or a brand who's trying to sell a physical product. The packaging is very important. How unique can you make your product look like when it's being delivered to your customer? And UI, UX for people who are into service or software. Uh, I'll give me back to CRED as an example. The first time that I got to know about CRED was through my friend who said to me, bro, look at this app, such a good UI, UX. And I still vouch for it. They are really working hard for a UI UX. Now, uh, especially UI UX matters a lot for a company who is into software or service because we need to give a pleasant experience for all of our users. Right? If if they are disinterested, then why do you think they're going to spend some time using your particular product? So UI UX slash product for people who are trying to focus is very, very important for a brand building company because again, we always need to focus on retention and recall. These two things, they are very small terms, but they mean a lot in, in the long process. Retention and recall in, in the society where, um, according to my average that I have been, that an average span that a person can remember is three seconds. Like You just get three seconds to attract a person's attention maximum. Because when we do ads, personally, I make my advertisements first three seconds the most engaging because I need to hook them. So three seconds. So in this era of very less attention, we need to be like on point in different aspects that can contribute in remembering the brand. So packaging slash UI UX. And the last thing is the content. The content is the thing, right? If we can put up a really, really good content on a, on a good basis, not daily. Uh, again, it depends from the companies or you say how much they can afford of stuff. So content is very, very important. In content, they can tell about push notifications for any brand who have an app, right? People who have an app, push notifications is your biggest asset that you can ever hold in, in your entire business because you can keep sending good push notifications to your customers who have downloaded your app will remember you. Two examples that I can give you that who does really good uh, push notifications is Zomato and Make My Time. These two companies do the best push notifications in my entire phone. Anytime I get a Zomato, I will make sure I'm seeing because they do that. Make my trip does the best. Okay, you want to travel, you just go to their app. They will start bombarding you with really good copywriting of their push notifications. You will go. You'll say, like, what is an offer? That's for the people who have apps. For people who don't have apps, email marketing. Okay, so we need to use... a I have started seeing the trend of email potential now in India, which is really good, but email has been there from ages. So email marketing tool is very, very, very important for any brand or any company. You need to start making up your list because you can do two things from here. A, you can always keep reminding your customers that, hey, this is what we do. This is an offer, et cetera. On a weekly basis, you keep sending them values, 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 and then you sell. Never sell at the first go. They're going to run away from you. Value, value, value. Then start selling slowly with you. And they'll start buying from you. That's the first perspective. Second, in advertisement field, if you have email database, you can make something called lookalike audiences. 
Okay, so lookalike audiences are the most profitable audiences that you can ever run on an advertisement platform. Okay, because we all know we are into different different data points. Lookalike audiences start populating people who are like you. For example, you are a customer. You bought from you. I have an email address with you. That means that you are a purchased customer. So any advertisement from like Facebook or Snapchat or Instagram will start populating audiences who have bought from you, like who are like you. So you can make uses of email in two different perspectives. So content is the thing that these are the different different aspects that a brand needs to focus in terms of going in a very good process in terms of the brand building. That was that was an amazing amazing answer actually, Mars. Like the way you told me that these are the uh, key aspects of a brand and how like exactly each and every it's like a these are various gears that like different brands according to their own reality they can turn. to make something else move and like in their favor and that is like a definitely a beautiful beautiful theory um seriously love to listen that um so i would love uh, i would like to ask you this thing that what is the role of networking in building a b2b brand and uh, to actually start for like for any small businesses what exactly would be a good place to start with? uh See, I think we were already come across this line where your network equals your network, right? So, networking is the key for your business because um, it. I think it again. We know different forms of marketing. I believe networking is one of the most organic approach that you can ever apply in your business to start telling that hey, we exist in the market and we want to have a market. when you go to a networking event or you start networking with people you start talking about yourself you talk about what you are trying to do in the market so you again uh, for example uh, i am emailing you there is very less chance that you will ever remember mark khan but if i meet you in an event we are talking we are having coffee and we are speaking together okay if there might be a chance that our wavelength starts the moment you start matching those wavelength with an opposite person he will never forget you right imagine we are in a networking event and um, i i am a i'm a business owner where i what do you say i am into software and i am making billing software for restaurants right so i met you we were speaking there and i said what we do and what exactly we are trying to do into i'm see again this is something that i need to really tell to people is that never tell speak like that where people will remember you because in sales right because again we all need to have an an objective right so i'll just speak about the sales here but in sales we have a very good concept called multiple touch points like uh, first touch point is where you i meet you and we had a conversation and start talking about me and what i do you go back if you really like what i our conversation went really well there is a good possibility that you will bounce back to my website and see what exactly these people do right so that's the second touch point right so in like in in sales we tell that in out of 100% uh, i think 10 to 15% people will close as a sale in the first two points and that is all follow ups and when you come to website they are data tracker they keep tracking you keep sending you ads that that's a different story so multiple touch points as here and again so we need to always tell what we are rather than what we can again as i mentioned right never sell pitches just tell your story what exactly you're trying to do so networking is a really good way in terms of approaching people and start telling what exactly you're trying to do 
and what you're trying to solve. Because when you when you start speaking about what you're trying to solve, people will obviously remember you, because we all come across different different problems, right? And who knows in your friend circle there might be a restaurant owner, and you're like, hey boss, I just met a person in a networking event. I'll I'll just tell you website and you who knows, networking event is a really good way in terms of trying to meet a lot of new people, and tell what exactly you do. That's the A. B is try to learn from others as well, because there might be others. Who have done great things, who are way more experienced than you, you can obviously learn from them and start implementing those things. So networking is very very important, in particular to a B two B business because, again, um, as I mentioned, multiple touch points required. So referrals works there and LTV comes into picture. So networking is very very important for any business out there. Yeah, uh, definitely love your answer about networking and. Uh, Like that comes up. That makes me go to the follow-up question: That what should small businesses do? Like, what is a good place for a small business to start with? Uh, as a networking platform, right? So networking events can be a good place. Like, start figuring out people who organizes networking events, or start getting into networking events. In the world of pandemic, okay, I have personally attended networking events that are happening on a virtual level. Where you're just not meeting people from India or in Bangalore, you're trying. You are networking with people from UK or US or West countries or let it be UAE or something like that. So there is a wide possibility that you're trying to just tell out loud to the people. So networking events can be a good go. LinkedIn is a really good place to do. Where if you know the how to start leveraging LinkedIn, your LinkedIn profile can be your next landing page. You need to go to your website as well. So if you can optimize it. Like in that manner, so LinkedIn is a good place, and see which I personally love, which is really good is Clubhouse. Back in April is when I got introduced to Clubhouse, and I've been like out loud on that platform, and I have made good friends, good memories, taken good knowledge, and obviously, business also comes along with that. So Clubhouse, there was a time where people used to tell that Clubhouse is what do you say? Uh, LinkedIn on steroids, and I truly believe it. Because LinkedIn is good because it's completely business professionals doing business calls, and Clubhouse is the same platform. It's just that you have that verbal communication, like I said before. When you meet a person, you're trying to speak. The wavelength starts matching it to you. In that, in LinkedIn, you need to start matching your wavelength on a text message. But on Clubhouse, it's what you speak. So Clubhouse is a really good place. I don't know how many people have started using Clubhouse. On the, for on the business perspective, but they need to start doing it because you can reach to international audience. But again, you need to know what you need to do on Clubhouse. There is there is a process that you need to follow, or else you're just gonna mess up. And again, when you are on Clubhouse and you're speaking to international people, you're just not representing you or your company. You are also representing India. And the best part on Clubhouse that I've realized is that. They really love Indians. They know what type of hard work that we do and what we're trying to put out in the market. But they, we, we they, I don't want anyone to just mess up our Indian reputation. So there's a process that needs to follow in Clubhouse. So Clubhouse is a really good place. It's still growing, and it's in a very initial stage. And any company or any individual gets to know how to use Clubhouse for their own leverage. During a course of period, it will pay you back. It can start paying you dividends like from the next month itself. Again, 
disclaimer you just need to know how you need to go about clubhouse and then you can always reach out to your people there clubhouse is a really good place amazing amazing like uh, the way you told me about clubhouse as a platform i would say that i have been using clubhouse and <clears throat> to be really honest like uh, i did get in touch not networking wise but i did get on those rooms where a lot of people are you know talking about startups and how they are doing their businesses and uh, how they are doing about marketing seo strategies and various digital marketing principles that they are using on a day to day basis some people say that hey i follow this particular uh, thread on reddit and this is a subreddit that i really follow and uh, this is the kind of thing and i love the way uh, the way you spoke about the art of cross cultural networking that sitting in india you're uh, you're networking with people from all across the globe and using clubhouse as a platform which is definitely unique and amazing and i feel that anyone who is listening to us right now definitely goes ahead right now and checks out these kind of channels which are present on clubhouse and i'm sure that they would you know like there is a lot that they can take back from so uh, yeah with that um, any final messages for our audience anything that you would love to say marks that would be amazing um if i want to tell my last message to our audience who are listening is that brand is a very big word that any company can think about and it's not a short term goal it take years and years and are too much hard work in order to become a brand okay so i tell all this is simple like i tell to all of the people that i meet across in in the e-commerce space i tell i tell them this is the same line it will take you 3 to 5 months to start breaking even or become profit it will take 3 to 4 months 5 months and it is going to take you minimum 3 years to call yourself as a brand it's a really long process okay you need to give that amount of years and months to start telling that yes we are a brand now okay it's going to take time okay as i mentioned in the beginning it's like brand we become is where you don't depend on on marketing where you start getting people by yourself so you need to get your repeated customers back and that happens when you have a really good customer support a really good product and a good internal team all those aspects that i mentioned before so retention recall is a very big word but it needs to be there in a brand that's when you become a brand and second thing that i always want to tell that um, always have okr right from the b2b business perspective right um, okr is a concept that you can always apply in your business where okr stands for like um, objective key results so you can always make your okrs on a quarterly basis q4 we want 100 clients or 100 customers first on first september or any of the month when you start a, what do you say any quarter you will be like objective 100 clients or 100 customers what are the key results that you need to do like make up 30 people's list 30 closures etc etc so they can be so minimum 3 maximum 5 for one objective one objective 3 to 5 key results and work behind it because you're taking it slow you're taking quarter wise and quarter is a really good time you get 3 months in your hand in order to get things done because not every month is going to be good right it's going to be ups and downs so you can always catch it up and patch it up and just make things go the way so okay as a very important anyone who is listening to this i usually follow in in all of my businesses having a quarterly based okrs and working behind it so that you achieve something at the end of the quarter and just you can scale things up and then again 
five years go down the line or three years down the line, it can end you up making you a brand as well. So OKRs are very very important for a lot of businesses in terms of keeping intact what exactly their mission and vision is there towards the company. Hey everyone, we hope you liked our fourth episode of Scale Up Podcast with Isaac in Bangalore. Well, it really was an interesting conversation on how to build a brand and what to do and what definitely not to do when you're building a brand. Well, we'll keep bringing such insightful conversations every two weeks with new guests. But until then, stay hungry, stay excited, and get ready to scale up with Isaac.